you know why you're here today. I know you know. There is a question that you know the answer to that nobody else knows. A truth that only you know. And here you are in front of a judge, jury, and an assemblage of your peers. You're under oath. You've taken a sworn statement. Answer truthfully. Answer honestly. Are you prepared for the judgment day? I get it. I'm no Perry Mason, but I am concerned about your soul. And I'm concerned about the judgment day and whether or not we're all really prepared for that great and final day. Listen, the point of the sermon today is not going to be to try to answer a lot of unanswerable questions. But, but more than that, my goal is to motivate all of us to be living in such a way that, well, we're living our life prepared for that great day. Listen to what the Apostle Paul would say in Acts chapter 17 as he's finishing up a very powerful sermon. He says beginning in verse 30, Therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to all men that all everywhere should repent, because He has fixed a day in which He will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom He has appointed, having furnished proof to all men by raising Him from the dead. So the first thing that I want us to understand today about the day of judgment is that it is a day that has been appointed by God. A lot of times when we think about important days, big days, we think, you know, I want you to remind me when that is. I want to make sure that I, I mark it on my calendar because the last thing I want to do is, is miss that appointment. Well, what we're going to see with the judgment day is this is not a day that we can just pencil into our calendar. In Matthew chapters 24 and 25, that's where we're going to be spending a lot of our time this morning. So if you want, go ahead and be turning there in your Bibles. But there Jesus is going to share with us what He felt was necessary for us to know in regards to the coming of the judgment day. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus said in verse 35, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Now keep in mind that in Scripture the word heaven is usually used in regards to three different types of things. Sometimes the word heaven is used in reference to what we call the sky, you know, where the birds fly. And sometimes heaven is used in reference to uh, the universe, planets, stars. But then other times, heaven as we typically refer to it, it's a spiritual place, a spiritual realm where our Heavenly Father is, a place that we're striving to get to. And so Jesus says that these physical realms, the sky, the stars, those things will pass away. So I want to know when that's going to happen. I want to be ready for that. I want to be prepared for that. Well, let's look at the very next verse, verse 36. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. So the knowledge of the judgment day is very exclusive. Why the 
the angels themselves, those who live in the very presence of God, they don't know when this great day will be. No man or woman on this earth knows when this day will be. Why, Jesus himself does not know. And he even excludes the Holy Spirit when he says that only God the Father knows. Now let's skip down to verse 42. Therefore be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. If I told you that there was a thief that was going to be coming to your house tonight, and that thief was going to break in and, and rob you blind, what would you do? Look, I, I look out, I can see you. <laughs> I know you're, you're wise folks. And I know that if I told you that a thief was coming, you would be prepared. You would do whatever necessary, whatever in your power, to make sure that that thief never even got in your house, let alone had the opportunity to, to rob you of your possessions. Now, throughout the remainder of chapter 24, and then continuing on into chapter 25, Jesus begins telling parables. Now, a parable is simply a story that Jesus tells to illustrate a very powerful point. And all of these parables that he tells, all of these stories, they have a, a running theme that because we don't know when the master is going to return, we had better be prepared. So, when's the Lord coming back? We don't know. And because we do not know when the Master is going to return, Jesus teaches us that we must be living a life that is ready, a life that is prepared. Now, from Matthew chapter 24, beginning in verse 45 through verse 51, there Jesus tells a, a parable of a master who goes away on a journey, and when he returns, the good servant is ready, and the master blesses him, whereas the evil servant is not ready for his return, and when the master returns, he punishes him for not being prepared. Then you go over into chapter 25 of Matthew. Here we see the parable of the ten virgins. Here you have ten virgins that are awaiting the coming of the bridegroom. Five are prepared. They have all the oil necessary to see them through the night. Five are not prepared. So they have to go off to find more oil. While they're away, the five that were prepared were welcomed in. They were blessed by the bridegroom. When the five who were not prepared returned, they weren't allowed to come in. Why? Because they were not prepared at the coming of the Lord. Now from there we go on down to chapter 25 and verse 14 and here we see a very familiar parable to many of us, the parable of the talents. And usually we use this parable to teach the importance of using the abilities that God has given us to glorify Him in this life. And there's no doubt that that application of it is a, a useful one and a powerful one. But I think even greater than that application is when we can see this in the overall context of all of the parables that Jesus is telling here and, and see that what is truly important is that by the, the man who had five talents using those talents and the man who had two talents using those talents, 
by using them, he was, they were prepared when the master returned. But the one talent man, by not using his talent, he was not prepared for the master's return. So don't forget what got the ball rolling on all of these parables. It was Jesus making the statement back in verse 36 of Matthew chapter 24, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. And because of that, we need to be living our life in such a way that we are living it faithful to the Lord, prepared for that great day. Now we come to Matthew chapter 25 and verse 31. And as I read this, I want you to do your very best to try to visualize this great day. But when the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne, and all the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them from one another, as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And He will put the sheep on His right, and the goats on the left. What is the largest crowd that you've ever seen? Well, at least before the pandemic. Maybe for you, maybe you're an Auburn fan and it was at a football game at, at Jordan-Hare. Maybe you've seen 87,000 fans in one place. Or, or maybe you're a fan of, of the Crimson Tide. And maybe you've been at Bryant-Denny when there's over 101,000 fans in attendance. Or maybe, maybe you're a fan of NASCAR and you've been to Talladega when there was over 170,000 spectators in one place. Man, that's a lot of people, isn't it? But now think for a moment. Think for a moment about a time when everyone will be gathered together in one place. And not just everyone who is currently here on planet Earth, but everyone who has ever been and everyone who will ever be up until the coming of the Lord. Everyone will be there. And you see, when we think about this great day, when we think about the, the second coming of Jesus, we say, man, it sounds absolutely amazing. And the last thing I want to do, the last thing that I want to happen, I don't want to forget about it. I, I don't want to mess up and miss my appointment to, to be with the Lord. No worries there. This is an appointment whether you want to or not, you cannot miss. You won't have the opportunity to, to skip out on it. You see, when, when Jesus is telling us about this day, He's not reminding us about it for fear that we'll miss our appointment. He's reminding us of it for fear that we will be there unprepared. And so it becomes of the utmost importance that we are living this life prepared for the judgment day. So he gives us a, a little bit of a glimpse into what that day will be like. But then he also gives us a, a little bit of a, a glimpse of some common characteristics of those who will be found faithful in the eyes of the Lord. And what we see are that those who are found faithful are very benevolent, kind people. In Matthew 25, beginning in verse 35, Jesus said, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. 
I was a stranger, and you invited me in, naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. You see, those are common characteristics of faithful children of God. Those are, are characteristics of the saved. But for those who do not live a life serving God, for those who do not live a life prepared for the judgment day, verse 41 says, Depart from me. Depart from me, accursed ones, into the eternal fire, which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. So what do we know? We know that we don't know the hour of his return. And since we don't know the hour of his return, it becomes essential that we live our life ready, that we live our life prepared to stand before our God. This brings up another good question. As you look over my shoulder, you can see where a judge would normally sit. So who will judge me? Who will judge you on that great day of judgment? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Romans chapter 2 and verse 16 says, On the day when according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus. I am so glad to know that Jesus Christ is our judge. Aren't you? I mean, can you imagine taking something as precious, as important, as valuable as eternal life, as a home in heaven, or for that matter, eternal condemnation, an eternal separation in a very horrible and tragic place called hell, can you imagine taking either one of those and putting that decision in the hand of man? Listen, I know, I know that there have been and there are a lot of good judges in this world and I'm very thankful for them all. But I also know that they're human, just like I am and just like you are. And I know that along the way there have been good judges who've made honest mistakes. And unfortunately, because we are human beings, I'm sure there have been those times throughout time when a, a judge has made a, well, he's made a wrong decision on purpose. So how wonderful it is to know that on the day of judgment, we are going to appear before our heaven, the Son of our Heavenly Father, he who is good and merciful and fair and just. We're going to appear before the very one who loves us so much that he gave his life on the cross for our sins. Yes, he's our Savior, but he's also going to serve as our judge. Well, what will his standard be? You know, all around, even in this courtroom, I've, I've noticed several books of law. I wonder, what will the standard by which Jesus Christ judge us be? What will the law be? 
on the day of judgment, there aren't going to be any surprises. There is not going to be any new chapters, any new verses. It's going to be the, the same truth here in the Word of God that you and I have read, that we have studied day after day, year after year. The same standard, if you will, that we have studied on this earth will be the very standard by which we are judged in the end. No new chapters, no new verses, no surprises. In John chapter 12, Jesus is making His triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. It's an exciting time. But all oh, the jealousy of the Jewish leaders, it is boiling heavy. They hear His Word. They hear His teachings. But they reject Him. They refuse to listen. They refuse to heed the words of Jesus. And I want you to hear what Jesus said to them in verse 47. If anyone hears my sayings and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word I spoke is what will judge him at the last day. Jesus is the judge. And the words he spoke will be our judgment. So, are you prepared? The only way that we can know that we are ready, the only way that we can know we are prepared, it's not based on what I think or what you think or what I feel or what you feel. The only way we can know for certain is based solely, simply, on what God's Word says. Are we living our life in such a way that we have submitted our life to His will? You see, we can receive it or we can reject it. Either way, on the Day of Judgment, we are going to stand before Jesus and His Word will judge us. And by living our life, by actually living for that day, we know that we must live a life continually ready constantly prepared for that great and final day. And as we said before, we don't have to worry about missing it. We're going to be there one way or the other. So we might as well live our life in such a way that we're prepared so that we can live our life actually looking forward to that great day, a day when we will stand before a good and perfect judge, a day when we will find entrance into our heavenly home, a day where we will find ourselves no longer apart, but finally in the very presence of our heavenly Father. Oh, what a glorious day that will be. But if you're not sure, if you're not sure if you're living a life that is prepared, if you're not sure that if you pillowed your eyes tonight, if you're not sure if you would stand before God in a state of salvation or condemnation, reach out to us. We want to talk to you about your soul because truly nothing is more important than your soul. Are you living your life ready to meet your God? 
Are you living your life prepared for the judgment day? If not, why not? Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day, a day which is yours, a day for us to worship you and to praise you. And God, our heart's desire is that everything that we have done here today has brought you glory. And Father, as we live our life, we strive to live it in such a way that we are prepared for that day of judgment. Father, forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. Help us to live our life in a way that is pleasing in your sight. Help us to, to live our life prepared, prepared and ready. And Father, we are so thankful for your Son, Jesus, for truly it is only through his blood that we are able to live with this wonderful assurance, this hope of life everlasting. We thank you so much for your Son. We thank you for his sacrifice. We thank you for the salvation that's only found in and through him. And we pray, Father, that as we live this life, that we would live it with the same servant's heart that he embodied. All these things we pray in his name, the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, we are so glad that you chose to be with us today to come and to worship with us. Don't forget, Lord willing, this coming Sunday, June the 7th, we will be assembling together once again. But don't worry if you're too far off to come and be with us, or maybe you just don't feel safe being with us. Our worship service will still be live streamed as it has been in the past. We'll continue to do that. Come visit us anytime. Check out our website if you want to learn more about us, rainbowchurchofchrist.org. We love you and we hope you have a great day.